Hello, my name is Sarah Jane Smith and I'm a quantum healing hypnosis practitioner. This technique achieves the deepest possible level of hypnosis. This unique way of hypnosis is a very powerful tool which can help people with mental, emotional and physical trauma. This therapy is so powerful that all you need is one session. You can get answers to all of your life questions. First, we'll get an understanding of what caused the issue so that healing can begin. Expand your consciousness and remember who you truly are. Are you ready to unlock the potential of your soul and free your mind? and welcome to the iconic Dot Connect the News show. Well, canary in the coal mine. An old phrase meaning a warning of danger. Coal miners used to take canaries into the mine to give them warning of potentially toxic gases. So, we've had a canary in the coal mine this week. In fact, we've had a bloody ostrich. And it's the damages award against Alex Jones of some $50 million with two other cases still to come. Now, whatever you think about the case and the background, that is not a punishment that is an attempt to destroy. And we heard the lawyer making the case against Alex Jones saying to the jury, this is your chance to take him out, to make sure he can never rebuild and as a warning to everyone else. And that is what this award has really been about. Then we have the judge, and I put the judge heavily in quotes, called Maya Guerra Gamble. Gamble is a vehement supporter, open supporter of the Democratic Party which hates Alex Jones. And she herself hates everything that Alex Jones stands for and everything to do with research into conspiracy. So how can a judge so openly, blatantly partisan preside over the Jones case? Well, the answer is because 
all semblance, all lip service to fairness, justice, has now gone. They're not even trying to hide the bias anymore. So the Alex Jones Award and the way the case was handled in court by this ludicrous judge is an attempt, along with many other fronts, to destroy the alternative media. And Alex Jones may have been on trial, but in the biggest sense, the whole alternative media was on trial. So, this judge, Gamble, has also been openly promoting the fake COVID vaccine. She has also been promoting lockdown and obeying lockdown rules. And together, they have created death, destruction, destroyed lives, destroyed livelihoods, economic catastrophe on a scale that takes the breath away and we've seen nothing yet. So, what damages will Gamble pay for promoting a fake vaccine and lockdown that has killed so many people. What damages will the mainstream media pay who have been almost orgasmic in the award against Alex Jones? What damages will they pay for lying blatantly to us and covering up facts that are there to be seen that has also massively, fundamentally contributed to the death, destruction, destroyed lives, destroyed livelihoods and economic catastrophe? The answer, of course, is that they will pay no damages because they are lying for the right side. And this week was a powerful interview with a man called Steve Kirsch, an entrepreneur in America, who, very significantly, has donated some $20 million to the Democratic Party over the years. And then along came the COVID fake vaccine. And he saw that what he had been so mega funding was a bunch of liars, as he saw friends, 
take the consequences for the lie of safe and effective. And thus, he's now speaking out. This is what he said. The, the agencies, the FDA, the CDC, the NIH said that these vaccines were safe and effective. And when I started seeing my friends die and be injured, and I started looking at the data, uh, there was no question that this vaccine is the most dangerous vaccine ever created by man. It is a thousand times more deadly than the smallpox vaccine, and that's too unsafe for people to use. And I could not get even a single minute in front of any Democratic congressman. The best I got was that Ro Khanna uh, gave me a, to a staff member who took two months to get back to me. And when I asked if she had read what I had sent her, she said, no, it disagreed with the CDC, so it's not right. And so I didn't really read it. So, and so that's as far as I ever got. Uh, but you didn't stop there. You did your own research. What did you find? What, what, what did you find was effective? And what was the reaction when you put it out there? Well, I, what I found was uh, that hundreds of thousands of Americans have been killed by this vaccine, and millions have been injured. And, you know, uh, clearly you are more likely to be injured or dead from the vaccine than if you were unvaccinated. So what they're saying and what the reality is is completely opposite. There's a uh, conservative radio show commentator, uh, his name is Wayne Root. He had a wedding eight months ago, and he had about half conservatives and, and ha well, yeah. half of his, they're all pretty much conservatives, okay? But half were vaccinated and half were not vaccinated. And he found that of the 100 people that were vaccinated, he had 26 people who were seriously injured and he had seven people who died. And in the unvaccinated group, he had zero and zero. The consequences of the fake vaccine were being circulated by the alternative media long before even the rollout began. Since then, the alternative media has been exposing the scale of death and health destruction that the fake vaccines have caused, which Kirsch in part there described. And if the alternative media knew about it, the mainstream media could know about it. But they said nothing. Just parroted the party line. Did what suited their careers. While the population took the consequences. And so, the irony this week of seeing the mainstream media in ecstasy at the Alex Jones Award was stomach-turning. Those people have children, grandchildren, and they're helping to create the nightmare that those kids will have to live in. So, doesn't matter what you think of Alex Jones, whether you love him, whether you hate him. I don't agree with everything Alex Jones says. He won't agree with everything I say. And that's as it should be. 
but on the fundamentals, the very foundation of what's happening all around us, we are in agreement. And this is how the mail newspaper operation reported the Jones Award. Americans don't have too much to cheer about right now. No, because of the very conspiracy you refuse to look at. But they certainly savoured the moment when conspiracy theory king Alex Jones was finally silenced. On the way to silencing the whole of the alternative media, it might have gone on to say. And this writer, I won't call him a journalist, says about Jones, his central thesis is that both within the US, where it's called the deep state, and across the world, governments, financiers, and industrialists are colluding to create a satanic, paedophile new world order, a totalitarian world government which its creators are bringing nearer by manufacturing economic crises, developing high-tech surveillance, and engineering hoax terror attacks so they can exploit the resulting hysteria. Now, if the writer of that article, and indeed the mainstream media in general, cannot see that those very events, happenings, are unfolding all around us, then the reason has two possible explanations. One that has been written and the mainstream media in general is peopled by bloody idiots, which to a large degree it is, but also it can be explained by people who can see that that's happening, but instead keep their heads down and their tongues out to protect their careers, if not their kids. So, adults, mature people psychologically, they put aside their biases and their prejudices and their views about someone, in this case, Alex Jones, and they look at the big picture. And so what is that big picture? It is that there is a siege on the alternative media from every single angle, whether it's censorship, whether it's uh, new laws, whether it's trying to bankrupt people, that is happening all over the world. Why? Because when you're lying to people, as the mainstream media is constantly, and the system in general is constantly, then you don't want people who are 
questioning your lies, researching your lies, and coming up with the fact that here's the evidence that you're being lied to. That's what the alternative media has been doing throughout the COVID era. And every single um, element of what has been exposed, not least the fake vaccine and its effect on death and health, has been shown to be true. While the mainstream media go on telling us the same lies that created that. The plan is to delete all alternative research, information, evidence, and view, so that only the liars representing the system, ultimately this global cult, will have a means to communicate with the population. And if people only hear lies and have no alternative to the lies, they will overwhelmingly believe the lies to be true. That's the game. That's why the censorship has got more and more and more severe. And that is why now they are trying to take out people like Alex Jones. And it's staggering to see members of the mainstream media who have been licking the backside of the system throughout the COVID era and beyond, but particularly since, who have been cheering what they perceive to be the demise of Alex Jones, when they have been killing people and maiming people for two and a half years through supporting lockdown and fake vaccines. People like talk show hosts, a bloke called John Oliver, who claims to be a comedian, I see no evidence. And uh, Colbert, Stephen Colbert, who is the most blatant promoter of everything the system wants you to believe. And in the same week, these same people have been cheering again at the FBI raid on the Trump property in Florida because it's seen as a wonderful thing. The FBI, as the alternative media has been exposing for years and years and years and years way back, is now the American Stasi. 
It's the American secret police that is working to a blatant political agenda. Any, any idea that it is a neutral law enforcement agency is insane. In fact, it's part of this very, what's the, uh, the male talk about in terms of Alex Jones's view? His central thesis is that both within the US, where it's called the deep state, and across the world, governments, finances, industrials are colluding to create this new world order. And in front of their eyes, the FBI has become the Stasi. Now, there may be a subplot that we don't know about in relation to that raid that will put it in a different light in terms of um, why they did it. But on the face of it, they did it as a political attack on a former president and one who certainly there is a very good chance will run again as you look at the situation currently. Now that is what fascists do. That is what communists do. And yet, the mainstream media cheer at the very thought that the Stasi have gone for a former president and quite possible presidential candidate again. So here is the truly moronic Stephen Colbert giving his response to the Stasi moving in. It may be hot outside, but in here, it's Christmas. Because <laughs> yesterday, we all got the present we wanted. <laughs> FBI agents raided Mar-a-Lago. That's the most beautiful sentence America has ever produced. Stephen Colbert, a representative of a mainstream media that, since the COVID hoax was played, has got everything wrong. Why? Because they've just repeated the lies of the system. So, what else is going on this very week? World Health Organization renews push for global pandemic treaty as World Bank creates $1 billion fund for vaccine passports. The World Health Organization is moving ahead with plans to enact a new or revised international pandemic preparedness treaty despite encountering setbacks earlier this summer after dozens of countries, primarily outside the Western world, objected to the plan. And what the treaty means, mainstream media, there is no conspiracy. The fact that uh, the World Health Organization was created by the Rockefeller family and is now run by Bill Gates, a Rockefeller family gopher, who put into place this crook um, and deeply corrupt uh, Ted Ross, 
as Secretary General of the, or, uh, Secretary General of the uh, World Health Organization. None of that is relevant. Or the fact that the treaty they're pushing means that when the World Health Organization, Ted Ross, Gates, the Rockefellers, declare a new pandemic, all the member countries of the World Health Organization, virtually everyone, will have to do what the WHO tells them to do. But that's not creating a centralized fascist new world order. Oh, how about this? The Democratic Party to make the IRS, the tax agency in America, the Internal Revenue Service, larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Patrol combined. This is an IRS tax agency that has a job description saying that using deadly force, if necessary, will be part of the job. It's a tax agency with fantastic numbers of weapons and ammunition. And now, this Inflation Reduction Act in America is giving the IRS $80 billion, a 600% increase from 2021, when it received $12.6 billion, and it would allow the IRS to add another 87,000 employees, more than doubling the current workforce. Why are they doing that? Because the population is going to be targeted on a scale never seen before in terms of taxation prosecutions. And they will be targeting the very small and medium-sized businesses that lockdown was designed to dismantle. But there's no conspiracy. It's just a theory. And in Britain, we have set to go through Parliament something called the Online Safety Bill, when we're talking about the targeting of the alternative media around the world. And this bill would give a government agency created by Tony Blair, that's how bad it is, called Ofcom, the right to decide what can and cannot be posted on the internet on the basis of what it deems to be possibly harmful. It doesn't matter if what is posted is lawful and legal if Ofcom, led by a career uh, system uh, backside-licking uh, bureaucrat called Melanie Dawes, it doesn't matter if it's legal or lawful. If Ofcom says it could be harmful, and you can make a case, fake as it may be, for anything along those lines, then it has to be taken down or massive fines will ensue. But there's no conspiracy to delete alternative forms of information. It's just a theory, right? And 
we have this woke mentality, which again was cheering and whooping at the award against Alex Jones, and indeed the raid against Trump. A man I don't actually support, but fairness is fairness and justice is justice. The woke mentality believes, shockingly, that it's anti-establishment. And yet, it is supporting every element of this establishment siege on freedom in all its forms. It's pathetic to behold. And while that is going on, we have a president who probably has to ask what his name is. You know, over the years, many, many, many people have said, a few people can't control the world, it's not possible. No, a few people don't control the world, it's the politicians. Well, Joe Biden is officially President of the United States. And he has reached a level of senility to go with his corruption. That means, as we saw this week, he even struggles to put his jacket on. And also, this week, the same President of the United States shook hands with another professional liar, Chuck Schumer, and within seconds forgot that he had done so and tried to do it again. Now our great speaker, our partner, who all of these bills we've met. Joe Biden is clearly not running America. So, who is? Who is unfolding this fascism across America as it is unfolding around the world? Because it's not him, so who is it? Well, I'll tell you who it is. His central thesis is that both within the US, where it's called the deep state, 
and across the world, governments, financiers and industrialists are colluding to create a satanic, satanic paedophile new world order. A totalitarian world government which its creators are bringing nearer by manufacturing economic crises, developing high-tech surveillance and engineering hoax terror attacks so they can exploit the resulting hysteria. That is who is running America. And that is who is running the world. And that's why they want the alternative media destroyed. So that that very fact cannot go on being exposed, especially as so many people now in the global population are starting to grasp that that's exactly what's going on. So, how many lives have been saved in the last two and a half years by the alternative media? Which has meant, from the evidence and information that's circulated, that people have not been put in danger by the fake vaccine, they refuse to have it. That have not uh, bought the mask nonsense, which is so detrimental to health and psychology. Enormous numbers of people have had their lives saved in that way, and their psychology saved in that way. Who's going to do it if the alternative media is allowed to be destroyed? Who is going to sound the alarm as this fear porn goes on unfolding to frighten people into compliance and servitude. From this week, China sounds alarm as 35 people fall ill with newly identified Langya virus that is thought to have jumped from shrews. They could have said shoes. Same nonsense. Doctors have raised the alarm over a brand new virus that has infected dozens of people in China, on and on and on it goes. How do they know what the virus is? How do they know people have it? They've tested positive with a PCR test, not testing for a virus. Something that I've been saying for two and a half years and the mainstream media is yet to bloody say. You know, the... Uh, they say uh, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. And that is so true of the alternative media. When that's gone, if we allow it, there is no pushback left in terms of information circulation to the liars on behalf of the state, ultimately liars on behalf of the global cult. I said decades ago that the plan was to go on censoring and destroying 
alternative sources of information to the point where no one would ever see or hear anything that wasn't approved by the authorities. How close we are now to that compared with when I said that was the plan. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. And if the alternative media goes, then what's left of freedom goes with it. According to the paper, the system allows the fetus to grow more safely and efficiently than it does within the natural setting of a woman's womb. You see the movement here? Oh, the technology's better than a natural woman's womb, so. The whole basis of the manipulation is to divide us and is to get us to judge each other, to hate each other, to envy each other, to compete with each other. It's to confuse people, especially the young, about their gender who weren't confused before. That's what it's about. A lot of people don't carry cash anymore, and they're not grabbing credit cards either. Instead, they're using their smartphones. A currency that wouldn't be cash, it would be merely electronic, for which there are fundamental implications for human freedom. The United States is preparing for a war against Russia through Ukraine, and what they plan is to try to take Crimea back. The idea for this Third World War is to involve Russia and China against the West. The coronavirus pandemic started in China. Oxygen, medical supplies, and hospital staff Stage one, you create a problem. It could be uh, a manufactured virus. You want a reaction and you want them to either say, do something, or you want them to accept what the authorities suggest must be done. So one of the agendas is to massively cull the population. They want to reduce the numbers.